It's the summer of 2014, a perfect time to take a look at the U.S. IT security workforce and give it a report card. Questions to ask, what is the state of the IT security workforce today and what needs to be done to grow it? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my privilege to be speaking today with Diana Burley, newly promoted professor at the George Washington University. I will say, Professor Burley, thank you very much for joining me today, and congratulations on your promotion. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. I know that you spend a lot of time thinking about the IT security workforce. If you were to give a letter grade, what would you say the grade of the IT security workforce is today? That's a tough question because I I think that the IT security professionals who are actively engaged in doing the best that they can under the circumstances would would probably receive an A. They're doing a yeoman's job. Um, But in terms of whether we have a sufficient supply of IT professionals, clearly not. And and so we we certainly have um, a a lot of work to do in in getting us up to, to speed. But the folks that are out there on the job every day doing as much as they can with, without sufficient resources, they're, they're doing a good job. So let's talk about this shortage, Diana. Why is it that we're unable to address this shortage that really has been staring us in the face for a number of years now? Well, it's not that we're not able to address it. We are addressing it. It's just that it takes time. So as universities ramp up and and create programs in IT security, cybersecurity at different levels, they are producing students as quickly as they can. Um, We have professionals who are already engaged in the workforce who are going back and retooling. They are getting skills and acquiring skills as quickly as they can. But the process of education takes time, and, and so it's just simply not something that we will be able to correct overnight. From your perspective, what is it that's needed to be done to grow the field in the right way? And I would say the right way would mean the right number of people, but with the right skills as well. Well, one of the things that we really have to focus on is the fact that this is not a solely technical endeavor. So that means that we need a workforce that has a blend of technical and non-technical skills. Technical skills are certainly a requirement for many of the jobs within this field, but we also need individuals who understand the business, who understand the risk and are able to do risk analyses, who understand how to communicate effectively with different audiences. So all of those skills are necessary. And as we continue to develop educational programs, we have to keep in mind that we have to think in a different way in terms of those programs and and not adhere to our traditional stovepipes where computer engineering is in one area and computer science is in another and IT is in a third and really begin to develop cross-disciplinary, interdisciplinary programs that allow students to gain the breadth of skill set that they need in order to really effectively address the, the growing and emerging threats. Well, I've got to ask you then, what are you doing at the George Washington University to bridge these silos? Well, we actually have a couple of different um, different programs, academic programs that we are uh, engaged with. I'll say first, we have a university-wide cybersecurity initiative that is designed to do just that, to bridge across the silos at the university to allow us to to attack this problem in a 
coherent, uh, holistic way. I have a doctoral program within the School of Education that is designed to take uh, leaders, current leaders in cybersecurity who have technical expertise and they come in and we marry their technical skills with knowledge of the organization, with an understanding of risk and risk assessments, um, with an understanding of people and how people make decisions and changes. We have an executive MBA program at GW that, again, takes a cross-disciplinary perspective, also brings in a global perspective so that the students understand uh, how to think about cybersecurity in a global context, incorporate some policy work. And then we have a cyber core program that is at the undergraduate and master's degree levels that brings in students from across the university, primarily in computer science, but students can major in policy and business, and they have an integrating seminar that they all take where it brings them together to have different perspectives looking at the same problems so that they can understand how to, to bridge these silos. Well, it sounds ideal, but it also sounds like there might be a bit of a wake-up call when they either enter the workforce or go back to the workforce, because it strikes me that a lot of organizations wouldn't be quite prepared for these individuals who have bridged the silos. Well, you're you're absolutely right. And so the first part, you know, whenever we talk about cross-disciplinary programs, we say, you know, we're thinking about a bridge, and a bridge is only as strong as the pillars that it stands on. So any student who is in an interdisciplinary program has has to have depth in something because they need to be able to hit the ground running as an X, as a computer scientist, as a network ops person, um, as a as a forensics expert. But in addition to that depth, if they have this ability to see across the organization, their value added to the organization becomes apparent once they are in place. But you're absolutely right. They have to have depth in something in order to really be able to make a contribution from day one. Well, it sounds like you might have to do a bit of education with the the workplace as well, whether it be a government organization or, or a business environment, to sort of prepare them for this this new, deeper professional. Oh, absolutely. That That is absolutely the case. And, and we do quite a bit of work. I spend a lot of time in government agencies and with different industries trying to make sure that they understand the nature of the threat, that they understand that it's not a solely technical endeavor, that there has to be this cross-pollinization and this, this larger discussion about the cybersecurity threat and how it is emerging. And, and so, you're absolutely right. There has to be education of the students who will ultimately join the workforce, but there also has to be an awakening within those workplaces so that they understand the nature of the threat. This is a very different environment that we're in now. It's understandable that people don't get it, but that's part of our responsibility is to help them get to the place they need to be. Diana, what frustrates you most in this effort? I think that something that we'll go back to, time. It takes an incredible amount of time to educate people, and that can be very frustrating because we do want people to get into the workplace right now. We want them to be ready right now, and the reality is that there's just not enough space in any curriculum to, to get it all in right now. The other thing that, that can be frustrating is that people don't get it. They don't get that it takes time. We talk 
past each other quite a bit in terms of the government and the industry and academia because everyone is trying so hard to solve the problem and to address the problem that it's very difficult to take a moment to understand the perspective of the other sector so that we can figure out how to best leverage each other and work more efficiently. Switching gears here, about a year ago, you co-authored a high-profile report professionalizing the nation's cybersecurity workforce. I'm curious, what types of reactions did you get to that report, and did they meet your expectations, or were you a little surprised? We received uh, a, a lot of very positive feedback. I would say the overwhelming majority of the feedback on the report was was very positive. People uh, across the sectors, academia, government, industry, thought that the conclusion that we reached and the recommendation that we put forward was spot on. We did, however, receive a couple of criticisms. I was surprised by one, uh, and that was that we said in the report that members of the cybersecurity workforce do not need to be professionalized or are not professionals. And that was not what we said. Um, I think that there was some misunderstanding of, of what our report's recommendation was. And that report's recommendation was simply that we have to think very critically about what additional professionalization requirements, whether they are certifications or licensure or additional degree requirements or continuing education requirements, we have to think very carefully about what those additional requirements ought to be and make sure that those requirements do, in fact, remedy whatever the deficiency is. So if it's a question of quality, we want to make sure that whatever we're asking people to do is going to help enhance their quality, enhance the evidence of their quality. The other criticism I'll say is that while we defined the cybersecurity profession as a field and said there are many different professions within that field, we did not prioritize. And there was some criticism that we probably should have. And I will say that although it wasn't our purpose, you know, it certainly wasn't in our scope of work to prioritize the, the different professions within the field, I do think that that is a, a very important next step because there are some professions that need to be um, our targeted focus as opposed to others. You somewhat anticipated my next question. I wanted to ask you, what do you feel you learned from your critics, and how, if at all, has your perspective changed today on professionalizing the cybersecurity workforce? Um, you're right. I think that the one question or the, the one issue about prioritizing the different occupations within the field is a valid point. I think that's something that is important. Uh, I will say the other surprise and thing that, that really is related to this idea of these uh, interdisciplinary academic programs is in the report we mentioned hybrid professionals, people who are engaged in cybersecurity work, but they're also engaged in a primary professional role, so a law enforcement officer who is also a cybersecurity person, uh, a nurse or a healthcare employee who also does security work. And over the course of the last year, we have found that this is increasingly apparent across a variety of fields. And so we really do, as a nation and as individuals who are working to uh, to shore up the cybersecurity workforce, 
we need to pay uh, an increasing amount of attention to not just creating cybersecurity professionals where cybersecurity is the primary emphasis, but ensuring that cybersecurity awareness and knowledge to an appropriate level is dispersed throughout the curriculum for professionals who will be engaged in these hybrid roles. Diana, you've got a unique perspective from your position in academia. For someone who wants to enter the cybersecurity profession today, whether it's someone starting out their career or mid-career and restarting, what fundamental advice would you give to them? I guess the first thing I would do is to tell them that they should speak with someone who is performing the role that they think they might want to perform. You can't become a cybersecurity professional just in general. There are very specialized paths that you have to take in order to ensure that you get the requisite skill set. And so it's very important to to identify um, a path or at least a, a position that you think might be of interest and to understand what it takes to get there and then begin to explore um, educational programs to either, you know, if you're starting out or to augment the skill set that you already have. Diana, as always, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thanks so much for spending a little bit of time with me. My pleasure. The topic has been the IT security workforce. I've been talking with Diana Burley, professor with the George Washington University. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.